Hello, my beautiful and handsome peeps, and welcome back to my The Marked by God series podcast. I hope you guys are enjoying the talk so far. So just get comfy and remember, a new beginning starts with you. Let's go. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome back to my Marked by God podcast. To any of those that are just now listening, or to any of you guys, uh, maybe this is not your first time, or maybe just because I just made the podcast, so like this was probably all of you guys' first time. So just welcome back. I hope you guys have had a blessed week. I hope you guys have had a blessed day. And to anyone that is going through anything, I pray that God is with you, and I pray that you... Um, realize that God loves you. He does not want to harm you and that whatever season you're in, you're not going to be there for long. You are just planted and not buried. And I hope you just open your eyes and your heart to God and see that he loves you and he just wants the best for you. All right, let's get into it. Today, oh, I just want to let you guys know, I've created this episode like four times and for some reason it was just messing up. So this is my fourth time doing this. So grace be to God. That hopefully the fourth time is the best time, like they said. So we'll see. Um, But today we're talking about um, faith over fear and just basically what fear looks like in a way and what faith is over fear or whatever. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about. The reason why I wanted to talk about this is because it's been laying so heavy on my spirit. And um, I just, I don't know, I just started taking notes about it and I'm reading I'm reading each book in the Bible and I'm reading the book of Psalms right now. And it's really just really talking about faith and just um, like allowing God to just use each one of the people in Psalms. And yeah, (laughs) Um, but yeah, we're talking about faith over fear because I feel like it's really accurate in today's um, world and this generation. We have a lot of teens and just pre-adults and just adults that are facing fear um in the season that they're in it's mainly speaking me yes i um there yes there's fear that's trying to overtake me in this season um a lot of you guys don't know i took a break from college um i took a break yes (laughs) i took a break from college and it's because the reason why is because god was just speaking to me to just um he wanted to to like take me back and to refocus and take me back to where it all started, where I got my life back with him. And that was in a season of separation in a season of just me and him alone time. And a lot of you guys are probably think, saying, you know, God wouldn't do that. Why would, well, he is, and he did. And I thought the same thing. I was just like, God, I, I can't leave college. Like, are you, are you crazy? Like, you know, you know what it took for you to get me here and he's like no I just felt like he was saying like no do you know what I did to get you here do you know what it all took for us to get you here and it really hit me because it's just like that's it like I lost it I lost sight of God in college I lost sight of his miracles that that he released into my life I I think I really lost sight of all that God did leading up to where I am now and Basically, that was just God telling me, you need to take a break. You need to, you know, open, reopen your heart back to me. You need to come back to me and see all that we are doing and all that I've done for you so you can have faith and know that I did it then. I can do it now. And I really can't say that 
I know that I'm, I need this break because in college, I kind of lost sight of who God was in my life and what he was capable of. And I lost that, that joy that I've built before I came to college. And I can tell that fear is trying to come against me and doubt and just comparison is trying to outweigh me. And I just really wanted to talk about that today. Um, cause I know a lot of us are facing fear in our season. I know that most of us are really facing comparison as well. Um, to where we are versus where other people are in their life. And that's a heavy thing that we are all facing. I know that I'm in a way, like at first when I became, when God told me to take a break, I was afraid. I was afraid that I was going to look like a failure. I was afraid that I was going to become a nobody, that I wasn't going to succeed. I was afraid of my life compared to others. You know, my friends are still in college. What if I look like, you know, nobody? I felt like that was unattractive to not be in school and, you know, not work at the time. And I just, I really know that God was just, you know, telling me like, who cares what men think? Who cares what other people think? They don't know what you've been through. They don't know all that I've, all that I've gotten you through. They don't know where you're about, to, who you're about to become, and where I'm about to take you. And he was just basically telling me that at the end of the day, it's not what people think of you. It's you know, it's what and who I'm creating you to be. And those people that you're so worried about, you know, judging you, they're not going to be where you're, where I'm guiding you to. And I really had to think about that. And I feel like most of us should think about that before we compare our lives to where other people are, especially when it comes to Instagram and Snapchat and like Facebook. We're so quick to compare where our journey is to someone else's, you know, maybe we're comparing our lives to someone who's written that book or like who uh, started that business or who got that car. And you're just like, they didn't, they didn't work for that car. They didn't pay for that car. You know, I'm saving up and I still don't have a car. And maybe, you know, you never know what someone went through to get to where they are now or where you see that where they are you know they went through the same season that you've went through but you know you can't compare your seasons to someone else's season we're all built different we're not all built the same yes we're all humans but God built us to be different for a reason and I feel like all of us we just really have to realize that and come to terms with that um one thing that I want to say or like I i written down I've written down some things a couple of things um I really want to say this scripture first the Jeremiah 29 scripture verses 11 it's uh basically it's I'm trying to remember uh for I know the plans I have for you declares the Lord um the plans to prosper you and not to harm you plans to give you hope and a future and like I said it's Jeremiah verse uh Jeremiah 29 verses 11 and I just want to say that because I want other people to know that God is not trying to harm you. He's not trying to hurt you in the season that he's placed you in, whether that be a season of despair or a season of just um, of singleness, the season of, you know, complications, trials, tribulations. I don't know. Whatever season you're in, it's not because God's trying to hurt you, but he's trying to build you. He's trying to build in you a character that he knows is going to be worthy enough to hold all that he's about to bless into you because he wants to make sure before he gives you your blessing that's meant for you in your path, he wants to make sure that your character is built enough to sustain that. He wants to know that you're going to be able to carry out what he blesses into you. 
you know, like, so if something comes against you, you'll be like, you know, I went through that already. I'm not about to let that tear me down. I know that God is for me and God is with me and I'm standing still in God. He wants your character to be built to the fact, to the point where, you know, you've already been through those situations. So when something like that comes against you, you know what to do instantly. Your response instantly is to have faith and to pray. And that's what he wants to build in you. So don't feel like God is trying to lead you away from, you know, things that you're holding on to. No, he's trying to give you better and greater. Um, So I listen to these uh motivational uh, videos in the morning when I wake up. And one thing I listened to one that was talking about faith, um, being a woman of faith and not fear and things like that. And one thing the guy said that stood out to me, he gave the abbreviation of what fear is and fear. Uh, what he said was fear is the false evidence appearing real. So it's basically, you know, the false evidence that you take from society, the false evidence that you take from other people's lives and to you that appears real, that appears to be you know, greater than what, uh, where you're, where you are in your life. You know, that's to me that, to me, that's what that means is leading back to comparison, to comparison to other people's lives. You know, what you see on Instagram is basically the false evidence. It's not, you know, you don't know if that's real or not. You don't know if they're just posting, um, uh, you know, a picture of a fake smile. And if they aren't, that's, they're, they're happy. They, they have joy. That's fine. But never compare yourself to, you know, someone else's false evidence because that's what creates fear and doubt and anxiety and um impatience. So I just want you guys to I just want you guys to be strengthened in your faith to know that you know where you are versus where someone else is, it's is not that's not that's not how you should base your journey off of. Um also, uh, he was talking about how you have to stand by faith before walking by faith. And I love that so much. What he, I feel like what he means by you have to stand by faith is before, you know, we all know the saying walk by faith and not by sight. But I feel like before you actually walk by faith, you have to stand by it. You have to live by it. You have to eat by eat on it. You have to stand on it. You have to sleep on it. You have to just nurture on it and nurture over it. You have to think on it and just pray on it and just you know live your life on that you have to stand by faith and that's practicing faith and for me what practicing faith looks like is just spending a long time with God you know giving yourself to God trusting in God having patience in God and that also looks like to me you know practicing faith is praying to God in a season of despair praying to God when you're depressed praying to God when you're going through finance issues because that Prayer shows God that uh, some part of you still has faith in him and some part of you still have, you know, still trust him to get you through the season that you're in. Even when you're praying, when you're down, you know, faith isn't only praying when you're, you know, when you're up, when you're okay. Praying, having faith to me in uh, practicing faith is basically praying in you know, that moment of just sadness is showing God that, yeah, I'm sad. Yeah, I'm a little depressed. Yeah, I have financial issues that's piling on me and my family. But I'm going to pray to you, God, because I don't know. Some part of me have faith 
that you're going to come through, knowing that you're going to be with me, knowing and believing the words that you've spoken over my life, saying that you you don't want to hurt me nor harm me, but you want to lead me into a life of abundance. And I feel like if we just start seeing that, you know, that that's what practicing faith is. You don't have to only excuse me you don't have to only pray when things are going good for your life you can also pray when things are going bad for your life because believe it or not and believe it god hears you god knows what you're going through before you even go through it he knows when you're about to mess up he knows when you've already made a mistake he forgives you before you even ask him does he forgive you he loves you and you have to you know just start praying to god when you're alone and doubting start praying to him when you know you feel like he doesn't hear you because when you pray through those things, God can and will lead you through those. And I like when God says, you know, have faith as small as a mustard seed. Cause to me, that just basically says that God doesn't care how big or small your faith is. Whatever you bring to him with faith, he can use that and turn it over and make it bigger and do something big in your life. If you just still come to him with an ounce of faith, a faith that's of a size of a mustard seed, he can use that because it's still a part of you that still has faith. He can plant that seed and just allow things to grow in your life. If you allow God to to plant you and, and, and make you a tree that bears good fruit, I promise you that his grace is just oh, it's sufficiency. Like it, it'll overflow in your life. And that to me is what practicing faith looks like. It's just having faith in God, praying to God, even when you're sad and down and just having as much as a small amount of faith in him and just bringing that to him and just saying like, you know, here, God, this is all I have. And I hope you can use that. And he's just like, I can do more than use that. I can thank you. You don't know what you just did for me and yourself. Um, so just stand by faith. And before you start walking, you know, just like how you teach a newborn before you teach a baby to walk, you first have to teach them how to stand because standing is the process of walking. Because if the baby don't know how to stand, how necessarily is the baby going to walk? I mean, the first thing the baby does after crawling and all that is try to stand up and then take the baby, the baby stands up and then takes his, his or hers first steps. So you have to stand before you step. And, you know, even if that looks like your legs are wobbling and you're trying to stand, at least you're trying. And just know that before you take your steps, before you walk, you have to stand first. So stand in faith, stand in in truth, stand in whatever it is that is of God. Stand in it and stand on it and allow allow God to bless you. Um. With waiting, that com- with waiting, uh, it comes with renewed faith, strength, and zeal. Um, when you wait, that that's basically patience. When you wait in your in your waiting season, things start to overflow into you. Renewal of faith and strength. You start to be strengthened in your faith. Your faith starts to get stronger because you're waiting on God. You're not rushing God. You're not keeping time tabs on God. You're not telling God, well, we need to hurry up and get this done. No, you're waiting on him. And when you wait, you begin to sit back and actually, you know, realize all that God is doing in you. And you start to, you know, uh, like you start to rethink things you start to allow yourself to I don't know how to say the word you just start to you know 
allow things to just marinate into you. And that comes with waiting, waiting in the waiting season. I know a lot of us heard about that before, waiting in the waiting season. And just allow God to renew you, reuse you, and just restore into all the things that you've lost and all the things that, you know, has never been in you before that God, you know, you never thought was capable of of being in you. And that's just your talents with a lot of things. When you begin to wait, a lot of things begin to be revealed into you. Your talents that you never knew that you had, like singing or playing the guitar or playing the piano. That's why I think spending a long time with God I also like feel like that's a practice of faith. When you spend a long time with God, you're practicing and having faith in him and knowing that he's going to reveal to you things that you've never seen before and within yourself, singing, playing the guitar, um, just speaking, just a lot of things, uh, I feel like. And I also said zeal, and I just want you guys, to, I looked at the definition of zeal because I wanted you guys to know what that means because I said, you know, I said it. Zeal is basically, it means great energy or enthusiasm in pursuit of a cause or an objective. So just while you wait, you're having, that means you're gaining that energy and enthusiasm waiting on God and waiting on all that he has for you. And just, excuse me, and just, you know, taking that leap. And knowing that God is for you and not against you. And he was he's always beside you and he would never leave you. And just, I want you guys to watch your mindset. You know, your, your mindset determines if you take on the image of man versus if you take on the image of God. And what I mean by the image of man, it, I basically mean like if you're following the, you know, the image of the world. If you're taking up the image of the world, which means um, following the crowd of you know, say if you want to be celibate, but you're afraid to say that. You're afraid that someone's going to turn you down for being celibate. You're afraid that someone's going to judge you. Your friends will be like, well, that's uncool. That's basically, to me, following following the image of the world. Or um, maybe you don't, you know, a lot of people, I know a lot of people that don't claim God or claim the fact that they read the Bible or they praise and worship because they feel like that's not cool. But in this generation, you know, God is becoming like the hottest topic um, but I know sometimes for some people, like they don't like to claim God. They don't in a way like to say they know God or worship God or read their Bible because they're afraid of what maybe other people think. I feel like that's following the image of the world or just, you know, following the image of the world is just, you know, it, it could be a lot of things just of what you believe in and, you know, following other people instead of following God and obeying God and obeying God's word. I feel like following the image of God is basically striding to be like him and I'm not saying you know being like him is you know like gaining his power touching people in like I mean you can heal people with the words and what you speak and stuff but you know what I mean by the image of God like the image of God of just being kind like him obeying him waiting in timing trusting him and just knowing that what he's doing in your life is for your good and for his glory so I feel like that's what you know what that means to just if you allow your mindset to determine you to be the image of God and not the image of man. And, um, um, I just, I wrote down this, some, some of these, sorry, some of these things I, I just wrote down, um, steadfast. I wrote that down because I've been seeing steadfast everywhere and I've been hearing it through like sermons and I kind of knew what steadfast is. It's just staying like, I just put steady and like, fast and like just staying steady and firm in what you believe in and not like you know switching up and then I looked up the definition and it was like it says resolutely or dutifully firm and unwavering and what I like about steadfast is because 
when I just said, um, you have to stand by faith before you walk by faith. And that's just me stand steadfast and standing in faith basically is unwavering and being firm by God. But yeah, that's basically what steadfast means to me and how that correlates with standing in faith. But I have to wrap this up, but I hope you guys have a blessed day. And I want you guys to know to stand in faith with God, be true to his word. Um, just, um, yeah, just have faith in him and know that he's leading you and he's guiding you. And to know that this season that you're in is not where you're buried in. It's just you're planted and not buried. And just know that God has you here for a reason and have faith in him. Look towards him and know that he's guiding you and just don't compare your season to someone else's season. Run your race, stay in your path, and you'll meet the right people at the right time on God's timing. Have faith in his timing and know that he wants you where you are right now to build your character so you can be able to live out that dream and that goal and what your heart's desire. Because God wants for you what sometimes what you want for yourself, but also you need to realize that, you know, want what God wants for you because that's the best thing. So I hope you guys like this podcast. I'll see you guys later. Bye. Thank you.